0: Ellie Kincaid was so beautiful, so confident, and the kindest person she'd ever known. And by the way Noah looked at his wife, he adored her. It was kind of fun to see the preacher was a regular man. He gazed at his wife with hunger in his eyes, as if he couldn't wait to get her alone. They weren't just a handsome couple, but also obviously a man and woman very deeply in love. Nora went straight to Addie Clemens' door, just bring me some diapers and formula, Addie said, and good luck. If I get the job and have to work full time, do you think you can help me out a little bit? I'll do whatever I can, Addie said. Maybe between me, Martha Hutchkins, and other neighbors, we can get you covered. I hate to ask everyone around here to take care of me, but, hated or not, she didn't have many choices, She'd landed here with the girls and hardly any belongings right before last Christmas. Just one old couch, a mattress that sat on the floor, and the clothes on their backs. It was Addie who alerted Reverend Kincaid that Nora and her family were in need, and the first gesture of help came in the form of a Christmas food basket. Through the generosity of her neighbors in the town, a few necessary items had been added to their household. An old refrigerator, a rug for the floor, sheets and towels, clothes for the children, The church had regular rummage sales, and Mrs. Kincaid skimmed the used clothing to help dress Nora as well. Her neighbor three doors down, Leslie, invited Nora to use her washer and dryer while she was at work, and Martha offered her laundry as well. She'd never be able to repay all these kindnesses, but at least she could work to make her own way. Picking apples? Well, as she told Noah, she'd do just about anything. Noah drove a beat up old pickup truck that Nora thought might be older than she was, and it definitely didn't have much in the way of shocks. As they bounced along the road out to Highway 36, Nora had the thought that walking probably wouldn't be as hard on her spine. But as they trundled along, she became increasingly intimidated by the distance, farther than she expected. She wasn't sure how long it might take to walk it. She'd have to get the mile count from Noah once they arrived if the odometer actually worked in this old heap of tin. They turned off 36 and drove down a road, through a gate that stood open and down a tree-lined lane. Nora became distracted by the sheer beauty. There was something so pure and homespun about row after row of perfectly spaced apple trees, the fruit in various stages of ripening hanging from the boughs, some still apple green while others wore a slight blush of red and at the end of what seemed a long driveway through the orchard stood a big house, a white fairy tale house with red shutters and a red front door and a wonderful wraparound porch with chairs separated by small tables. She couldn't even imagine the luxury of relaxing on such a porch at the end of a long day. At wide spaces in the road, there were large bins, probably for collecting apples. They passed by a forklift, tucked into a row of trees, and a bit farther down the road, a tractor. As the house grew closer, Nora noticed that there were two large buildings behind it, either barns or very large storage sheds, or... Ah, the housing for machinery and farm equipment, she realized, looking into some large open doors. One of the buildings bore the sign, Cavanaugh Apples. For a girl who grew up in a small house on a busy street in Berkeley, she looked at this house, land, and operation in both fascination and envy. A person would be very lucky to grow up in such a place. There was a collection of pickup trucks and four men standing outside a door at the end of one of the buildings. Nora? She turned toward Reverend Kincaid's voice. You probably should get going. While you go talk to Tom Cavanaugh, I'm going to pay a visit to Maxie the lady of the house. She's almost always in the kitchen or on the porch. "'Where should I go?' she asked, suddenly far less sure of herself. He pointed toward the short line of men. "'Looks like that's the place.' "'Right,' she said. She got out of the truck, jumped down, but before she closed the door, she peered back inside. "'Reverend Kincaid, if I need a recommendation, will you give me one?' She saw him frown again. She knew he was worried about how in the world she'd manage a job like this. Then his frown melted into a smile, and he said, Of course, Nora. Noah pulled away from her to park on the drive near the house, and she went to stand with the men.